Welcome to the Soul Traveler Podcast, an exploration of conscious living with your host, Jennifer Mitchell of The Soul Experience. Join Jennifer as she explores the quantum realms of the subconscious mind and all aspects of spirituality. Driven by curiosity and a thirst for knowledge, topics will stretch the boundaries of your imagination and revive your mind, body, and soul. Welcome back, everybody, to another exciting episode of the Soul Traveler podcast. Before we get started, I'd like to make an announcement as I have the winner of the complimentary quantum healing hypnosis session. Congratulations, Laura Ellis. The QHHT session will provide Laura with a unique opportunity to explore the depths of her consciousness, experience a past life regression, Receive health advice from the higher self, as well as advice about life. Laura, I will be reaching out to you to schedule your complimentary session. Now, today I had the honor of conversing with Obsidian White, who is the visionary behind Temple of the Heart. She guided us through the transformative realms of conscious awakening, intention, and mindful communication. Obsidian reminded us that setting clear intentions shapes our reality, and she emphasized the power of conscious communication, encouraging us to speak and listen with intention. Most notably, she urged us to act less and find strength in embracing stillness, a message that resonates so deep within our souls. So get ready to embark on an amazing journey of self-discovery and connect with the transformative power of intention. Stay tuned because we're getting ready to take off and explore the conscious realms. Here we go. Hello, Obsidian, and welcome to the Soul Traveler podcast. How are you this afternoon? Jen, I am so excited to be here with you. Thank you for having me. Me too. I just love your energy. And anytime that we get together, it's just so magical. You're a personal friend of mine. And we actually met through uh, Las Vegas Awakening, which is a Facebook group here. And you're one of the, the very first people actually that I met in the community. And I just, we've been close ever since. I just love our bond and connection. Me too. I'm so grateful to have friends like you in Las Vegas and that we can be here in Sin City doing such powerful light work together. Yeah. And you know, real quick before we kind of dive in, recently I've been interviewing guests on my show and I didn't even know that they're based in Las Vegas. And there's so many people here that we hop on. I'm like, where are you calling from? And they're like, oh, I'm in Vegas. And so it's amazing that, to your point, Sin City, we have so many people here doing the work and so many light workers here. It's incredible. Totally. We definitely need it. Yeah. I'd love if we could just get started with you opening up and sharing a little bit with our listeners today about who you are, about your journey, and what's inspired you to step into the work that you do. Hello, everyone. As Jen shared, my name is Obsidian White, based here in Las Vegas, born and raised. And at present, I am a ceremonialist, a Kundalini yoga teacher, transformational coach, and mentor and guide. But the heartbeat of my work is the temple of heart. So I help people to um, open their hearts, to discover their superpowers, to embrace their authenticity, to discover their passions, and then to develop the confidence, mindset, heart set, leadership abilities to go out to the world and do what they love. Mm -hmm. So beautiful. And we were just talking the other day about 
opening up the heart and stepping into emotions, what do you have to say to anybody who is struggling in that area? Someone like myself who wants to maybe open up and step more into the feelings and not being afraid to feel as much. What would you say to someone um, that's going through that? I think the most important piece about learning how to feel the depth of our emotions is to create a sense of safety for ourselves. And what that means is to give yourself permission to feel all of the ways that you feel without making them wrong, without making them mean anything, without trying to analyze where they're coming from or why they're there. Just letting them be as they are and allowing yourself to feel them and move through them. Yeah. When we talk about transformation and how it's directly correlated with emotions, what are some of the shifts that you see with your clients when they step into that space you know, where they feel safe and they do open up? Tell us a little bit about the kind of the transformational shifts that you've seen. Yeah, everyone that I work with is at a different point and phase in their journey. People that are just waking up and realizing that they are conscious beings mm-hmm. and they're here on this earth to create the life that they love and to contribute to the healing of humanity. I think the the process that I see most people go through, regardless of really where they are on their journey, is learning how to move through density and move through heaviness and alchemize it and move it into a higher state of being consciousness. And so what does that look like? I think that the first, the bridge of that from density to to a higher state of understanding and consciousness is first acceptance. Mm -hmm. We talked about accepting that you're feeling all of the ways that you feel, right? So I really see my clients and people going through a process of really accepting that they're sensitive, accepting that they are so much more than they realize that they were. And through that space of acceptance and feeling all the ways that they feel, there's the compassion that comes in. Yeah, And this is where the healing of the heart starts to happen, is through this embodiment of compassion. And when we're in this space of compassion, we can feel all of the ways that we feel. And we can show up each day and move through our lives and go through all the things that we go through and come back to the space of self-love and understanding. And from there, the things that once pulled us down and were so heavy and so challenging can understand is a very necessary part of our growth journey. Yeah, I agree with that. Like feeling into the emotions is definitely a big part of transformation and growth. And oftentimes too, I think that there's a lot of pressure in society to not show emotion or to just close off that part of us. But that's really like shutting off humanity in our feelings and the things that we go through in this human life and this experience is really is what it's all about. And so the work you do is so beautiful. I like to share with listeners that you came to my house last year (laughs) and you facilitated the most incredible ceremony for um, me and my husband. And I love my husband dearly, but (laughs) he's not really as open-minded yet to, to certain things. But after the session, he was so blown away. He says, oh my God, wow. And you actually got him to open up and share more than he like ever had. And it was beautiful. It was like natural and it was a very safe space and beautiful container. So the work you do is just so beautiful. And thank you for everything, for all of that. 
John, I feel like the magic that happened that day mm-hmm. with your husband and you and this, the, the powerful ceremony that we were in together was that there was uh, this foundation of openness, right? So people coming into a space and they're open and they're curious and they're willing, especially someone like your husband that isn't necessarily on the spiritual journey, but he was willing to show up and be there with you. <laughs> and as a facilitator, as the, the impact of doing our spiritual work or doing our healing and processing our trauma and coming through on the other side stronger healthier happier wiser human beings because of the things that we go through is we develop this sense of our core who we are is a human is a safe space for people and through that field that's created from the hard space it happens on an invisible level it's it's an energetic Mm -hmm. level that people can connect to that, even if they're not necessarily on a conscious journey. And that heart space connects and allows people to, yes, feel safe, yes, open up, and feel like they can really let go of things that they've been holding, whether they know it or not. It's just something somatically relating to the body energetically that happens, right? So I think the best example of this is when you're around someone that is just exuding love, mm. you naturally feel better than around them. Look, think about even animals, right? Animals are unconditionally loving beings. You're around your animals and immediately they're heart openers. Listeners can't see my face right now, but (laughs) I love animals more than anything. They're they're like the center of my universe. (laughs) You know, as soon as you say that, I just light up. (laughs) So yes, you can just feel the love. It's, It's so pure. I feel like, as long as there's animals in this world, there's there's always going to be good on this planet. And that's really the, the impact that our mm-hmm. presence gets to have mm-hmm. in the world when we open our hearts and heal our hearts. And it's through the vulnerability as a superpower, right? Not as a weakness that we can allow ourselves to feel all the ways that we feel open and accept ourselves completely. And then our presence becomes a healing force in the world. Yeah. And so very recently, you announced the, the launch of Temple of the Heart. <laughs> so beautiful. Talk with us a little bit about like your vision for Temple of the Heart and just dive right in and just tell us everything. I'm so curious. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. I love it. Thank you so much for asking and your curiosity. Yeah, so the Temple of the Heart came to me, I knew that this, so I started out hosting, building spiritual community and hosting circles with specifically working with women. And over time through doing a lot of my own transformational work, I really wanted to become way more inclusive and support the, and support everyone, regardless of their gender, regardless of their orientation, regardless of their age, their background. And so that desire, that almost like a rainbow vision for humanity and for healing was uh, what inspired the temple of the heart was to create a space where everyone, regardless of who they are, could come and feel safe to open up hearts. And so I've always had a dream of creating temples around the world. And this has been since the beginning of my journey. I woke up at 15 years old, really. I was was conscious in high school. And I always knew that there there was something there for me around building temples around the world. And so the temple of the heart, the name and the vision dropped in earlier this year as I went through the process of really letting go of my previous community, House of the Goddess and collective of feminine leaders around the world. I let go of House of the Goddess 
And I really connected to that greater vision for humanity and the temple of the heart came through. So my big vision with the temple of the heart, I have a community home base here in Las Vegas and it's so sweet and it's so beautiful. And we do circles and ceremonies and classes here. So one of my big visions is to build community home bases all over the world. And yeah, to build temples, to build retreat centers, to build an international network of consciousness that connects leaders and seekers and yogis and change makers and intuitives and just people of all kinds and all cultures together. And from there, just supporting the evolution of our planet on a really massive scale. I'd like to actually go back and touch on something you said about how you transitioned and shifted from House of the Goddess into your vision for Temple of the Heart because so many people right now are shifting, shutting go, or transforming. What was that journey like for you? What was that process? Did you have any struggles or what was that like for you? Letting go of House of the Goddess was like letting go of an identity. Mm -hmm. Tony Robbins says the strongest part of any human is their identity because it's who we believe we are. Yeah, it's our belief systems and it's our story and it's, it's our idea of who we are. And so when that is challenged, when we recognize that there's an evolution to take place, there's a natural death that happens, a, a letting go right? It's who we thought that we were. And so this actually took a while for me. This took a few years. I noticed that I, at the end of 2020 was when House of the Goddess actions started to, when I really started to question the next steps of my work. And it took a few years of deep inner work and deep healing and letting go to actually get to the place where I was ready to create something new. And so it required really confronting myself and asking my heart and asking the universe and asking life, like, What's next for yeah. me? It's sitting in the unknown mm. for a while. And I know sometimes that can be so scary when we've, it's all we've known is this identity. And we know that maybe it's time to change or time to move forward. And there's a part of us, at least for myself, that maybe wants to hold on or wants to latch on because it's that fear of the unknown. Like, will I survive? <laughs> and we all do. And it, Sometimes it's a process and the shedding is layers of an onion, like letting go piece by piece. But once we do that and we emerge and we fully step into who we are, it's so beautiful what, what can really happen when we align and we, we're living our purpose. And I know that so many people are going through similar transitions right now. So thank you for sharing. Yeah. One thing you said too is that you were conscious and awake in high school. That's amazing. Most people aren't. I, I always had a sense of knowing I wouldn't say that I was definitely conscious and awake, but I did have a sense of knowing that there was more to life than the nine to five and just paying your bills and going to work. Is there something or what that you would say maybe specifically or what that prompted your awakening or were you just always awake? I believe that for maybe not everyone, but for a lot of people, uh, the universe can shake you awake by putting you through the ringer, mm -hmm. <laughs> putting you through really difficult experiences, whether it's someone dying or whether it's getting sick or whether it's some type of tragedy that happens that really makes you start to question the purpose of life and why we're here. Yeah. And so for me, it was my father getting diagnosed with brain cancer. 
I was nine years old when he was diagnosed with stage four geoblastoma brain cancer. And for two years, I watched him come from a really successful, stubborn, hilarious, strong-minded man to a lot more quiet and not speaking as much and just the process of death and of letting go. I, I watched him talking about the strongest force of any human being is their identity. I watched his identity start to just fall away and everything that I knew about him, right? When I was 11, mm-hmm. I was sitting next to him. He was in hospice. And yeah, I remember it was Friday the 13th for anyone that finds that fun and or interesting. Interesting. And yeah, it was Friday the 13th. I'm sitting next to him in, in hospice. And yeah, and I was watching him and, and just putting my hand on his heart. And I was with him the moment that he passed and he took his last breath. And I remember that moment so vividly of, of watching his soul, this energy, this essence just lift from his body. So at 11 years old, I'm feeling this and I'm seeing this. And then I'm like, my, my dad, like there was so much confusion mm-hmm. around what had just happened and what that would mean for my family and how I could go on without him. And then I just was like, what is, if we can die, like, why are we here? Like, what is all this about? Um, so through asking those questions at 11 and going, changing schools, going into high school, I, I had this friend that I met when I was 14. And her mom actually introduced us to The Secret, which is obviously, I'm sure so many of you have heard of it. Yeah. It's a show on Netflix. We would skip school and smoke pot <laughs> and watch The Secret. And I realized that I was the creator of my reality. I just got it. It was like a light bulb that just went off. It was just like that. And then from that moment forward, my spiritual journey was the only thing that made sense to me. Yeah. You know, I didn't understand why I was in school. I didn't understand what I was going to specifically exactly do with my life, but the one thing that just made sense was my connection to the universe. My connection to God was my connection to my father and the spirit world and him watching over me. That just took me fully. And so my whole life has been devoted to my spiritual yeah. path since my awakening at 15. It's been a way, I just want to presence this because it's in a way that I connect with my uh-huh. father. I feel like it's amazing, Jem. He talks to me in my, he literally comes to me in my wow. dreams. He gives me messages all day long. I had an amazing, one of his best friends reach out to me yesterday. Really? First time he's ever reached out to me and was like, hey, I see you're a part of Toastmasters. Your dad and I were a part of Toastmasters together. I want to tell you a story about him and I together in Toastmasters. So it's like my spiritual journey is a way for me to feel and be with my dad where he is now. I just love that. Wow. And it, what a small world that your dad's friend actually reached out to. And I just love Toastmasters. We, we go together to listeners out there. So if you're interested in going, it's not scary. <laughs> it's definitely, it's an amazing experience. I'm so glad that we get to do that together. And thank you for sharing your beautiful story with us, Obsidian, and opening up. Hey, soul travelers, pardon the interruption, but I just have to tell you about quantum healing hypnosis because one session forever changed my life and now I'm living my purpose to help others just like you. I was so lost in my life and absolutely miserable in my career. 
until I received the guidance needed from a higher self. Now I'm spreading awareness about the life-changing modality of quantum healing hypnosis. In one single session, we will spend the day journeying deep into your subconscious mind and unlock the hidden wisdom within. We'll revisit a past life, explore what your soul does between lifetimes. Your subconscious mind will scan your body, looking for health concerns and perform self-healing. You'll even connect directly to the Akashic Records so that you can get your most important life questions answered. Quantum healing hypnosis is absolutely nothing like a traditional hypnosis session. And you know that everything is 100% legitimate because nothing is being filtered through a third-party practitioner and your higher self will never misguide you. Your session is audio recorded so that you can listen back and play all of the advice that your higher self spoke to you under hypnosis. So if you're ready for personal growth and a positive change, then it's time to discover the essence of who you truly are. Book a session with me today at thesoulexperiences.com. Now back to the show. What was that like for you, being so conscious and awake at such a young age? Did you have anyone to talk to or did you feel different or what, what was that experience like? I can't imagine. Yeah, it was very isolating. And I, yeah, I didn't have anyone actually that understood. Mm -hmm. And so out of that need for community was actually what inspired me to create my first women's circle Mm -hmm. at a house of the goddess. Mm -hmm. And then through that need to create community and to have people to share and to talk with and to be on the journey with is really what has inspired my work that I do. Yeah. And, you know, the circles that you do are so amazing. We did one together. We did a past life regression and sound healing and Reiki circle is so transformative and magical. I love partnering with you and doing circles and having a sense of community that that we can just build together where we can feel safe and open up and share our life experiences. I'd like to know a little bit more about your program or if you can expand on your program for listeners about the I Am Powerful program. I know actually I did... Your first, uh, one of your first ones that you had facilitated was a beautiful experience. I actually learned so much about different styles of communication and you know, learning to pause before reacting and listening more rather than like having the intention of speaking, but listening to actually hear people. And those are just some of the, the things that I resonated and walked away with. And so if you can elaborate a little bit more about the program that you do and do you have one that's upcoming? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was so much fun to get to have you as a part of the first I Am Powerful program that I facilitated. What an incredible, incredible learning experience Mm -hmm. and so much fun together. The I Am Powerful program is an eight-week transformational journey where we really get to go deep in the journey of fear Mm -hmm. and control and the way that looks in our society at a larger scale and then the way that's impacted us and our thinking and our belief systems. We begin to rewire and, and create new connections to allow people to feel like they have a lot of choice in their lives and they can shift their perspective and expand their consciousness and yeah, become better communicators and learn how to 
or recognize when they're in a state of scarcity or fear or control in many ways, and how to immediately use the tools within this program to shift into a more empowered, confident, grounded state of being. So this program is really deep and, and really comprehensive. And there's eight modules. We It's just a beautiful journey that I get to take my clients on. And I actually have one coming up starting next week. I have a few amazing friends in, in the community who are coming and joining, friends and clients and beautiful souls. So I facilitate the I Powerful program every few months or so. And if this sounds like something that you're interested in, I would really recommend following me on Facebook or Instagram and um, just tuning in and staying connected there so that you can be in touch for the next one. And then if it does interest you, send me a message and tell me why you think that it interests you and why you think this would be great for you. And we can talk a little bit deeper about it. Yeah, and I really loved how you broke down the communication styles because for me in my previous life, I was a director of communication. So when I saw that and we learned about like reacting and the different styles of communication and emotional intelligence was a big part. And it was very eye-opening even for me with a background in communication. So I definitely recommend the program. I'm curious about along your journey, are there any tools or techniques or modalities that that have really helped you to transform and really step into your power, what would you say has been the most impactful for you? There are a few. I will say the first tool um, that I have studied and um, really have applied in my life is somatic healing. So somatic healing is relating to our body. It's learning how to connect with our feelings, connect with our the way that our body is communicating through our posture Mm -hmm. and how to really allow ourselves to create more space in our physical body, let go of things that we're carrying, process our experiences. We hold so much tension and trauma and stress in our nervous system and in our body. And so the somatic healing helps us to really come into a parasympathetic state. It helps us to relax and let go of things that our body is holding on to. And so there's a lot of conversation around talk therapy and verbal processing. Somatic therapy is the other end of the Mm -hmm. spectrum. So there's, it's more about learning how your body is communicating and what your body is saying and how to begin to let go of things that you're holding on to physically and to create more energetic space to feel happy, to feel good, to feel connected, to feel grounded, to feel more peaceful or pleasure, whatever kind of that intention is for you. Somatic healing has been a really instrumental part of my journey, as well as Kundalini yoga. Kundalini yoga combines breath work, mantras, and movement to essentially activate your creative life force energy and reach higher states of consciousness. So Kundalini yoga is a really incredible tool that I love. And I love teaching classes and I love going in deep dives with myself. And that's just a great way to maintain my state of alignment on a daily basis. And the last piece that has really supported me on my journey is uh, psychedelic medicine. I have worked really deep with a lot of different plant medicines and through doing the work with psychedelics, I've been able to really go to the places that I never let myself go before in my healing process, in my journey. And 
through going to those places, I found such strength. I expanded my capacity to be able to navigate a lot of different stressors and challenges in life without getting completely taken by them. <laughs> I, and that was a big core piece that really opened up my heart space to let more love in and to heal from a lot of childhood trauma and things that have happened in past relationships. When we talk about plant medicine and I don't know to like what extent your knowledge expands to, but if somebody was interested in trying it for the first time, what is like a, would you recommend like a certain like medicine or what is like an entry level or something gentle for somebody for the first time to try that you would suggest? Yeah. So it, it really depends upon where they are and what they're wanting. Mm-hmm. I always recommend the best place to start is the heart. Because <laughs> when we find yeah. home here, when we open our hearts and when we really connect to this space as a sense of home, when we work with other medicines like ayahuasca or like mushrooms and their more spirit medicines mm-hmm. that are taking us out of our body and we're having great visuals, we're actually able to know where the home is in the body and in the heart and to have a foundation of self-love so that we can have these big experiences and actually learn how to integrate them from a space of love and self-compassion and understanding and acceptance. So I always recommend that the best place to start is with heart medicines. Cacao is a great, so if someone's maybe not ready to work with a big plant medicine and have a big psychedelic experience, going to a cacao ceremony in your community and really experiencing the way that opens your heart on a really subtle but profound level. And, and yeah, and, and going from there and seeing through people that you connect with and through really studying deeper where you want to go next. Mm-hmm. But I believe the best place to start is in the heart. Correct me if I'm wrong, but there are even some medicines that you can take that will help you like focus more and as far as like day to day as well. Is that correct? I would say if you're talking about mm-hmm. microdosing psilocybin. Yeah. Psychodosing psilocybin is great for people that maybe struggle with depression Mm -hmm. or are, yes, wanting to focus more, increase their creativity, boost their mood. You can take a really small microdose of psilocybin Mm -hmm. and it works on such a subtle level to help rewire your brain and enhance your mood. So that could be a great place to start too. It's like I said, depending upon where someone is in their journey and what they're needing. Mm -hmm. Thanks for sharing your knowledge on that. I have so many questions and I see it everywhere too. And (laughs) somebody who isn't really like well-versed or not very knowledgeable in that area, it's interesting to hear the different perspectives and things. I've had a few people on to share their journey with plant medicine and how transformative it can be. And I know that you primarily work with the heart, so I love that. Um, you recommend that's a, a good place to start, and I would definitely agree with that too. So, yeah, so Sid- absolutely. Sid- what's next for you? What are you working on next? Do you have any like really big projects or anything that, that you're creating or crafting? Yeah, so I just launched Temple of the Heart in the first community home base here in Vegas. You can follow us on Temple of the Heart on Instagram and on Facebook. The next step and the next iteration of Temple of the Heart is actually a podcast, creating a Temple of the Heart podcast. And then I'm creating an online membership to really create that web of consciousness that connects people all over the world, like I was sharing about earlier. 
So those are the next steps in the podcast so that just like you, I can have amazing leaders and thought leaders and great just people or change makers come and interview them. So creating the podcast and then from there, an online membership platform to really build that network of consciousness, that web of consciousness that connects people all over the world. And we have a space to connect on a weekly basis for online circles and meditations and workshops. So what's next is the podcast and the online membership world. Thank you so much for having me today, Jen. So much fun to dive deep into connect with you. And thank you to all of you. This podcast is brought to you by The Soul Experience, quantum healing hypnosis. Are you ready to embark on an inward journey of quantum healing? Quantum healing hypnosis is the most profound method of inner work and self-healing someone can do while on a spiritual path. In a single session, you experience past life regression, exploration between lifetimes, self-healing performed by your subconscious, release of trapped trauma, and answers to your most important life questions. Your higher self has a message for you and is here to help you and guide you on this life journey. Book a session today with Jennifer Mitchell at thesoulexperiences.com.